Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Let's face it, guys. Retail's a chaotic world. From those who work on the shop floor to the ropey customer trying to wangle a refund on a sweaty, yet supposedly unworn pair of pants. We all have a story. We chat to the sales assistants shackled to the cash desk, hoping and dreaming for that big break that will free them from the shop floor once and for all. And also to the incredible shop workers who love what they do, but struggle to pay the rent or even dare to dream of getting on that elusive property ladder. We're giving a platform to the shop owners who are transforming the retail landscape and the family businesses who continue to make retail work against all the odds. Jasmine, are you ready for a deep dive into life on the shop floor? Timothy, let's go. Welcome back, everyone, to the shop floor. Hello. Hi, Timothy. Hi, how are you? Good, how's it going? Good. So last episode, we touched upon retail perks and the differences between working in retail and working for the wider company. I mean, I think this speaks to everybody that works in retail. It's the way that people on the shop floor are treated differently to those that work in head office. It's infuriating. You experience it every single day. You know, oftentimes people will come onto the shop floor, no eye contact. Hi, I'm from head office. Don't introduce themselves. Uh, I need this. I need this product. To the point now where I'm like, hi, I'm Tim. Hi, I'm a person. (laughs) Nice to meet you too. And it's just like, I don't know what it is about head office staff that they almost kind of play the game like you uh, I'm at head office so therefore you're a nobody yeah I totally agree I've had it in places as well where they just will wander around in fact the worst for me is when they don't tell you they're from head office so you're you know hi how are you like have you heard about this secret shopper yeah they're like you know you're telling them about the thing and then they go oh yeah I know all of this I work I work in the office and you think So you could have just saved me a good 10 minutes of describing all the items we have here for you. Yeah. And you've made me look like a a bit of an idiot now because I've been like really doing my sales technique on you. Yeah. 
I mean, like you were saying, I mean, a lot of people that work on the shop floor are like itching to get into head office because they know that there are more parks. They don't have to work weekends. And I think it's seen as more of a career, you know, if you can if you can move into head office. I know. I remember looking on Glassdoor at somewhere that I was applying and one of the comments, bad reviews of the place was trying to get into head office is like trying to break out of Alcatraz. They yeah. won't like it. You mm. won't get any movement, no career progression. That is it. They want to keep you down. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh God, surely they would want people who've started from the bottom up because they'll have the knowledge, they'll have the experience. No. I mean, yeah. it's a rarity. You do hear about it. Like I've read about people, like people, director of Marks and Spencer who started on the shop floor. But I think invariably they don't really, head office staff don't really want to listen to what you have to say, despite the fact that we're the engine of the business. And I think if you're a fashion retailer or any kind of retailer, companies need that feedback from people that are working with the product every day, hearing customer feedback seeing what's selling and what isn't selling like we are a well of information for people that work in design or in buying teams at head office but they just don't want to hear what we have to say not interested and you think about it any good company would spend a lot of time getting that feedback my dad is always like feedback is the food of champions Wow, i know that. and it is so true because we get things and i've had it in places where it's like you know the customers and clients don't like certain aspects of a product but then they do like this bit and you think god if they only changed it they'd be making far more money i mean it's a win-win for them if they just find out yeah and i mean often the companies will go through the like a rate they call it a range review where you they'll invite you to head office wherever to look at the product that's coming into store by which point it's too little too late it's been designed it's been allocated to the shops it's like a t complete waste of time whereas when i was working at office is a really good example i was there pre the buy for the season obviously they're not they were designing some things but they're also buying in a lot of different brands would invite all the managers down to london again you'd stay over for the night and it was when Turnmills was still open, this club. It was in Farringdon, pretty oh. iconic, legendary club. And like we, af after the, we'd been to head office, the party was there. But anyway, so they took us to head office and we went through the entire collection that they wanted to buy. And they wanted to hear the staffs, the, the staff that worked on the shop floor, their opinion on what would sell. Like, will this work? Won't this work? What are clients asking for? Because they understood that we were the people that really got what would work and what wouldn't. But equally, we're the ones who are being complained to. Yeah. And it's like, you, I have this all the time at places. And it's like, they'll complain to me as if I am the designer. Why is this material not the one like this? Why? I don't like the length of the strap on this. Yeah. I don't like the color of these shoes. Da, 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 da. There was a zip on this bag last season. There isn't this season. And it's like, I, I always want to say, it's like, I'm so sorry to inform you that, in fact, I am not in the design team. Mm. If I was, I perhaps <laughs> wouldn't be serving you. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing. And they're the ones telling you is if you're the one making the sketches out the back on your lunch break. Yeah. So, and I think that's getting that feedback so great, but also. I think that's the thing also that grinds you down, isn't it? So you're getting all that feedback 
you're listening to all the complaints, you know, you're, you're hearing about the divorce. Like, it's a lot. Exactly. And then, you know, you feed this back and nothing, nothing ever changes. changes. So you have the same feedback on a loop playing again and again. And you know, there's only so many times you can say to people, I'm so sorry. Yes, I'll where give you, the feedback. You'll end up not bothering. I've, I've seen that happen where they will say, we want to hear all your feedback. You give it, you give it again. And then the third season rolls on and the, the product's still the same and they wonder why it doesn't sell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, often, and I know that everyone that works in retail will get this, the delivery will come in and the team unpacking the delivery will literally say out loud, that won't sell. Yeah. That won't sell. We can tell off the top. Yeah. And it doesn't sell. And you're like, this disconnect from head office to the shop floor it's so unnecessary. You know, it works for us if the shop, if the product sells, you know, if, particularly if you're on commission, you need to hit the store targets. That's what you're there to do. So you need product that's going to sell. Like, it's crazy that these conversations aren't the norm. Another one is PAs. If you work in like a luxury store versus other ones, um, you have a lot of interaction with people that are a shopping for someone else or be someone personal assistant or see a personal shopper from another brand like for example Selfridges or Harris yeah. or Department yeah. Store where they have a whole department of personal shoppers and then they will come and get products from you I mean that's excellent personal shopping I've seen it where that yeah they'll be from Harrods they don't have the product so they'll come and buy it from the other retailer Genius. for the client that's service I mean that's great service but I think when you're dealing with a lot of PAs, oh my gosh, how rude they can be. Mm -hmm. How rude these people can be is unreal. Like, they won't look you in the eye. They, no quite eye frankly, contact. you are like a fly in the room for them. Um, and I hate it. My Anyone anyone on the shop floor will know this. If someone comes in on the phone, hi, hi, da, 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 talking to someone, and they look at me and they go, no, and they put their hand out and they go, wait, 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 wait. And then they go, have you got this? Ooh, have you got a bit of this? Have you got that? And I cannot stand that. I find it really hard to fake a reaction to that because I think, oh my gosh, I am just, it's your world, I'm living in it. And I think that's the thing. I think people that work in retail, are, when they're not at work, are probably the most polite customers. Because I go into a shop, I wouldn't dream of being on my phone if I'm no. being served. I'll always say please and thank you because I know how... Well, A, I'm a polite person. When I try things on <laughs> that, know? when we try things on, you and I have done it, we'll go and put it back where we found yeah. it because we know so there is yeah. a person taking we it back. We know how tough it is, you know, and you're not getting any thanks from the top. So thank you from... From the um, bottom, quite frankly, it's nice. From a member of the general public, it's important, yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I know we were talking about parks last week, shop floor parks, which are few and far between. But you hear, again, there's a disconnect. You hear that you know, through the grapevine, like, oh, we can't afford a Christmas party this year, yeah. or we can't afford a summer party this year. But then lo and behold, you see on Instagram, oh, there was a, there was a summer party after all. Oh, we just yeah. weren't invited. <laughs> oh, that trip, that trip away looked fabulous. Yeah. W where were our invites? Yeah, no, I've seen that happen where it'd be like a sit-down, three-course dinner at somewhere really bougie. Yeah. And uh, we're reading about it in real time on the shop floor. We're seeing Instagram stories. Uh, no budget this year, guys. Sorry, things were really tough. Yeah, there will be no, no parties for you. I mean, that's another thing as well. You know, we were talking about kind of things like discount. 
often at head office, there'll be like a head office sample sale. So where things will be like 20 quid, 50 quid, like production samples. We don't even get a look in, not even an invite. Well, I think the thing is, is first it goes through head office. So anything there's the sample sale, they'll have access to it first. They get first dibs. Dirt cheap, dirt, dirt cheap, like products going so low. And then what will happen is they'll be like, we're going to do a sample sale for the general public. Lots of stores do this. It's really Mm. common. Um, We're going to do a sample sale. To clear their dead stock. It's going to be on the Friday that everyone will be working in retail. None of you have a day off. Starting at 9 a.m., the time that we're due on the shop floor. Yeah, it will start 9 till 6 when you're supposed (laughs) to be working. So there's no chance that you can escape and get there. It's going to be miles away from the shop. And yeah, good luck. And when you drag yourself there on Sunday, when it just before it's finished, there's nothing there. I think the worst thing as well, it's like you're, you're if you're if you're lucky and it is your day off, and you go, you've got everyone on Facetime, whatever, going, get me this, can you get me mm. that? And you think, God, I actually would rather, you know, I'm not supposed to be at work, but it feels like. But I it's am. got to the point where, like, I've been to the odd staff sale, and I'm just like, no, I'm not pumping more money back in. I'm sorry. And. And, and I, I think sample sales used to be huge, a lot bigger than they were now. I mean, I just saw the Dover Street Market one looked amazing. Did it? Because they only do it every, like, a million years, like every 10 mm. years or something. Um, but I think now companies are not doing them, and also they're just, like, taking all the good product out. Yeah, I don't think they're the bargains that they used to be, no, certainly. Yeah. I know a good one. I mean, like, you go to head office, there's a coffee machine. I know it sounds basic, but there's a Nespresso you know, in the staff room. And Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's nothing like that even on the shop floor. Well, God forbid a toaster. Or a toaster. Free breakfast. Or a microwave. Free breakfast. Breakfast yeah. provided. A lot, of, a lot of office jobs are like that, don't they? Yeah. So when I was a hunter again, uh, breakfast was provided at head office. Nothing major, like bread, milk, yeah, cereal, peanut butter. And they did the same in the in the store. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, Basic. it doesn't have to be major, Basic. but it makes a real difference if, A, you can't afford to have breakfast. B, you're, you wake up so early to travel to get to work, you don't have time to make breakfast. Yeah. It makes a real difference for people. Yeah, it does. And that's so simple. I mean, a loaf of bread, you know, that's yeah, being mean the world to a... A group of retail staff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we want, a slice so of... we want a slice of... Slice of white bread. Please, with a bit of yellow butter on. Mm. Mm. Oh, delicious. <laughs> I mean, you'll often find me and Tim devouring a baguette with a pot of butter. I love a baguette. We just dip it in. 
family size baguette on oh, my lunch break. I've seen you swallow it whole. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's a good one. I think as well. What other benefits do I? Feel? Oh, half day, half, half day. days. What is a half day? Working from home. Yeah, working from home. Guess what, guys? In retail, you cannot work from home. I think that's the th- that's the thing. Um, this culture now of work from home, which obviously was there pre-pandemic, but post-pandemic, it's remained in a lot of companies where they realized that staff can do the job from home and they will allow them flexi working. Yeah. People that are in retail, I mean, it's an, obviously an impossibility, but it's still frustrating that every single day you're in the same place without fail. The only fail. thing they want you to be flexi working is they want you to be flexible with working on your days off. Yeah, over time. Over time. Unpaid. That's the flexible working they offer for us. And I think it's so, it's such a shame and I see it. You know, my boyfriend, a lot of my friends have jobs where they can work from home. They can travel. It means they can travel and go to yeah. places, work there. They don't have to take their holiday to go and travel. Yeah. Um, and I will never have that opportunity while I'm in retail because yeah. I can't possibly do it. And it's that kind of half day on a Friday, drinks yeah. in the office. The majority of retail jobs I've had is a strict no alcohol policy Absolutely, on the shop floor. Yeah. But it's fine for those at head office. Yeah, we'll all open a bottle of wine at head office. You on the shop floor, though, no. that better be water, not vodka. Yeah, you can't be trusted with an alcoholic beverage on the shop floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also those four-day working weeks. Mm. That will never, ever be implemented in retail. Mm. But head office people, I'm sure... are. Th- like oh we should campaign for a four-day working week friday weekends away yeah and again like uniform no no uniform policy at head office so we're buying clothes for work you know they're telling us what we have to wear a certain outfit you're lucky if they're providing if they are providing you know you have to pay tax on it it's like but at head office that's not an issue you just rock up wearing whatever you want in the past i remember a place i was wearing a dress because it was so hot i mean we're having these crazy heat waves in the uk like no way can we just stand in like an all-black outfit which is always black which is always always the uniform well we are in mourning if we're on the shop floor (laughs) constantly and i'm you're mourning the death of our career that never got started (laughs) literally and you're so hot i see these people in burberry in suits they're like dressed in suits it's 32 degrees you're dying and someone waltzes in from head office in a floral dress mini dress with a pair of Birkenstocks on and you just think no way I've got the perfect example of that so it was two summers ago I was working in a shop that had no air conditioning it was like an oven basically like every Zara up and down the country (laughs) and um we had a thermometer inside the store the store was about 34 degrees to which point someone working on the shop floor very boldly messaged head office and we're like we can't work like this yeah the forecast the next day was just the same so i came into work in smart black shorts yes the next day on my day off i get a call from the senior manager to be like tim you can't wear shorts on the shop floor you know it's fine if it's just you, but it might encourage others to do the same. I'm like, what? Encourage people to stay cool. <laughs> like, how about fixing your aircon? No, they wouldn't want that. Too expensive. Too expensive. 
I mean, they're already cutting costs on the way. But apart from the fact that the customer, uh, sorry, the staff is struggling, the customers don't shop if the shop's like an when oven. It's, when you're boiling, the customers don't want to come and see you show them some items with clammy hands. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But this manager that had told me off of wearing shorts waltzed into work the next day in a dress and some Birkenstocks. Oh, great. One rule for them. One rule for us. <laughs> Always. And that's the thing. Like, I feel for everyone who works in those really high footfall stores especially it must well, be you'll run ragged baking yeah it must be baking mm. i don't know like aircon obviously this country is not really set up for not at all summers but i think it's a you know aircon should, should be, be a, a norm. basic store you want a airflow anyway because if you've got a lot of people yeah. Even if it's not a hot day, it just heats up inside. Yeah, it does. Have you ever had like a the CEO or someone that owns the company come in? You know when they have like like secret shoppers and they come in and they're coming to test you. Have you ever had anything like that? Uh no. I mean they've always announced themselves, but often you know a good director will come in and they'll notice there's an issue. Like yeah. you've told your line ma- manager a hundred times the store is too hot. The director comes in, the next day the aircon's being fixed, you know? Like, what is that? It's kind of crazy power trip. Like, nuts. But then you'll go to head office, you know, you need to go and deliver something to head office. Cool. Ice cold. They've got ice lollies, slushy machine. (laughs) Frozen margaritas for a Friday. In-house DJ. (laughs) But yeah, again, it's like, you know, head office, it's a different kettle of fish. You know, they're not... They're not suffering in a heat wave. No way. Do you get a secret shopper? Have you ever had a secret shopper? Yeah, often, actually. And, like, you're told to fear them, you know? Yeah. And you're just, like, dreading the moment that it's you you that serves. Because you get a report back, and if you're wearing a name badge, they're going to say, Timothy served me, he was dreadful. (laughs) (laughs) Or they'll, they'll describe you. Often it'll be a description. What would they describe you as? Uh, the homosexual on the shop floor. <laughs> the only. I doubt that was you were the no. only. You would be the only heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think because a lot of people from the head office, they do get the job in the secret shop. But I remember someone saying to me that they used to secret shop. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you would be a nightmare because I could imagine them being so picky. Going to town. Yeah, just just a chance to rip into people. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Again, it's an, another opportunity for them to put you down, tell you that, that you're not doing a very good job. I'm all for those, you know, the undercover undercover boss show. Where undercover the boss what? undercover boss. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. And they come in and they like pretend to work. So say they like own McDonald's or whatever. But They'll aren't go they going work. in to try and change the business? Yes. Yeah. They're going in because they've had a disconnect from basically the whole idea and concept of what they're selling. Yeah. And they go in and it's so funny because obviously as the viewer, you know that they're the boss, but I absolutely love them seeing the reality of it. And and obviously you get people shocked and I would fall for it completely. I'd be the one moaning going, oh my God, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. Not knowing that this was the CEO. It would be me who wouldn't recognize them. Yeah. But like, you know, it's like the whole, it's like the owner of the company. It'd be like if Mr. Hermes went undercover Hermes or Mr. Boots went and worked at Boots for like a week. I think that's clever CEOs. They understand that the the hierarchy of the business, the hierarchy of management, that often things just aren't said. Because if you're, you know, senior to us, you need to be seen that you've got control and a grip of the business. 
of us on the shop floor. Yeah. So when things are going wrong, they're not going to communicate that to head office, are they? Not at all. And that happens on each rung of the management ladder. So actually it takes a CEO coming onto the shop floor to actually you know say what's going on and i love observe. it i love it in undercover boss like when they they meet a genuine employee who's you know talking about the struggles of like oh i'm really not paid enough and i have this issue and like i can't get my child in daycare and i can't do that and then like at the end they unveil themselves and then they sort of like gift them all these nice things and it's like that should be how it works anyway you should have the yeah, connection with your employees to which you know what they need and want mm. and how to support them in that yeah, absolutely. And I think, again, that disconnect, it's because if you work in a head office, you're working side by side with the, with the team. So you're, you're aware of issues and how you can support. But on the shop floor, there's such a disconnect that I think they just think, oh, they'll be fine. But also just the premise of like, we're the, the head office, you're the retail team, it segregates. Just having those two names rather than saying us as a team. Yeah. They don't, they, they're very much like, we're from. I'm from head office. Like you could just be like, oh, I work for the company. Because imagine if you went to another retail store, like part of where you work, you wouldn't go, I'm from retail. You'd you just know, go, hi, I work in like wherever. And oftentimes I will see, particularly with kind of customer services, they're communicating with customers that have queries or issues. The people that can answer those questions that work with the product every single day are those on the shop floor but they never ask, you know? No. So we'll have a customer coming in, like, I asked head office, uh, sorry, customer services about this product, they said this, and then I've come into store and it's completely different. And you're like, why don't customer services just speak to us? Yeah. It's nuts. It's not beneficial to the business to have this segregation. It's not the beneficial to anyone. No, it isn't. <laughs> not us. <laughs> in fact, don't ask me anything. Yeah. I think, and also good businesses will do um, head office working in the shops for the day. I would love that. I love that idea. So, you know, if the, I've worked in a place where the retail team had an away day and all the head of office staff came to work on the shop floor. Office did that. Really? And it wasn't so just good. people that worked at head office. It was like the, the directors, the senior managers. And they wanted to come and work on the shop floor because it was giving them some insight and that would be a fun day as well for them. You know it would be because they'd be like scrambling to do things, wouldn't know how really to do Really fun. Or, you know, I've em we've had conversations. I'm like, we're really understaffed. Nobody at head office is like, how can we help? You know? Like, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's a no from me. <laughs> but you still need to hit target. Yeah. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.